0: To Who Wants to Be a Zillionaire, a podcast that explores the cultural trends and thingies from an oddly specific period of time. I'm Madeline.
1: And I'm Adele.
0: And thanks for tuning in.
1: All right, so... (laughs) What do we do? This is episode three. I do have in my notes, it has asterisk, 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 jingle intro question mark? (laughs) Ad break question mark? Intermission singing? So yes, we've actually accomplished one of those. I also listened back... Because it's about a year from last yeah, we met. Yeah, it's been a minute. Met. It's been a, a short minute. We're both out of undergrad, and we're sitting in Madeline's actual house. So,
0: my, Well, it's my parents' house.
1: Well, but sure. It's but my it's house a, right now. My parents right. are gone. The last time we were in a dorm, so you're growing up with us. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and the last time I... So I listened back to the High School Musical Cup stacking situation, and we had a title for our multiple choice question thing... It's called a zillionaire questionnaire. Do you remember that's that? Clever. I don't okay. remember that. Anyway, we're
0: so smart. I know.
1: I know. We used to be smart. We okay, used to be at least. Yeah, that's what college will do to you, kids. Stay in school. Stay in school. So the zillionaire to
0: leave school at some point, unlike me. <laughs>
1: So Madeline's going through some times with her graduate program.
0: Everything's fine. We're going to be fine. She's not suffering.
1: Okay. So the (laughs) zillionaire questionnaire for episode three, which we are currently on. Wow. How does it feel? Episode three. Exciting. This is bops edition, meaning we have four options um, and each of them hit the billboard year end hot 100 singles of 2012 list. Are these four options? One One might say they (laughs) are zillionaire questionnaire boptions. I
0: love this. All right, ready to go.
1: Okay. A, Sexy and I Know It by LMFAO. (laughs) B, We Are Young by Fun featuring Janelle Monae. C, Somebody That I Used to Know by Gautier Gautier featuring Kimbra. And D, Moves Like Jagger by Maroon 5 featuring Christina Aguilera okay
0: okay truly you did not lie once these are all bops
1: thank you all
0: of which are thank great thank you i love all these songs really we should make a playlist okay <laughs> we
1: so. should make a playlist <laughs> and it's just gonna be the billboard year and hot 100 singles of 2012 2012
0: yes oh what a time i'm gonna go with we are young by fun i have no reason for thinking that just is it is it does it young? feel it feels right to me it feels heart. right to
1: you that is crazy because that is actually the right answer. Yes, we are young. Okay, so uh, my question for you is: Did you own the CD? Listen to this song here on the radio, a bunch. What?
0: I did not own the CD. I I was not a CD girl the way that you're currently a CD girl. I see. Um, you're getting me into it though. Oh, um, are you? Yes, because oh, good. of the CD that you got me for my birthday. Oh, that's um, so cute. Which is lovely. Um. Yeah, so I listened to it on the radio for sure. I always liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> no, I just thought it was a good song. Um, yeah, I like the other songs by Fun, too. I've been listening to some of their, like, sure. less lesser known. Um,
1: yeah, I only know, like, two.
0: Yeah, they've got just, like, good stuff. Like, um, all the pretty girls on a Saturday night. That's them, too. I like oh, that really? I, yeah.
1: You'll have to sing more. I We'll see in um, a bonus episode or something. Oh no, don't
0: promise what we can't deliver. <laughs>
1: we'll try it. So I'm gonna discuss a bit of band history first, and then give you some lyrics of this particular song. Dissect those lyrics a little, uh, well, a little bit, I guess, and then tell you how dang popular the song was oh, in statistics. I'm so excited. So I think you're gonna really like the band history because um, you're into history. Yes, I am. First of all. And there's a surprise fun fact that really tipped the scales for me because this is basically the reason I chose this song today. Okay. You're going to love it. So Fun, the band, was started in New York City, um, or it's based in New York City, and it mainly utilizes the American pop rock genre. Its founder is Nate Roos of The Format. It's a band. It's another band. Okay. Um, Andrew Doss of Anathalo and Jack Antonoff. Oh yeah, I know Jack Antonoff.
0: That's my next
1: question. That's my next question. This is the fun fact. Uh huh. They, I, my question on here says, and do any of those names sound familiar to you?
0: Jack Antonoff is Taylor Swift's friend.
1: Yes, he is. (laughs) And I was like, holy cow! I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. So Roos um, worked with Pink for Just Give Me a Reason. Oh. So if you hear a link between fun and. That song. It's Mm -hmm. because the I could
0: really he's got like
1: that kind of like really distinct voice.
0: That makes so much sense, honestly. Yeah.
1: So that's um that okay. Dost is the pianist, and then Antonov is um he's been in a lot of bands. So he's been in Steel Train, which I'd never heard of before. He's been in the the band Bleachers.
0: (gasps) I love Bleachers. Which is like yeah, yeah. it's
1: kind of like our we like listen to Bleachers. That I
0: think of that as the you and Rebecca band.
1: Yeah, so she got me into that, I think. And then um, he is a writer-producer for Taylor Swift, which is just crazy. And I'm going to read you a little quote. It's from Jack Antonoff, and this is from the New York Times, and that I found this, and it says, Taylor's the first person who let me produce a song. Before Taylor, everyone said, you're not a producer. It took Taylor Swift to say, I like the way this sounds.
0: That's so wonderful. So
1: I just think that's really cute, and I, I would ship them if I wasn't shipping you know like I don't know if he's got a vibe that doesn't s- seem to match with Taylor in that mm-hmm. way but I like that a lot. I ship
0: their songwriting
1: It just works crafts. so well. Yes. yes. So Antonoff has been a Golden Globe Award nominee. He's won six Grammy Awards. Two for Taylor Swift for 1989 in Folklore mm-hmm. which is just crazy. And then he's got two other ones that I'm not going to get into. But he also has two um, Grammy Awards for working with fun. So that's kind of where we are. And yeah, I've gotten all this information from Wikipedia and the New York Times. If you didn't know this about us, Madeline and I are super into Taylor Swift. Is that? (laughs) Oh, no, that's okay. He's all right. Oh, she's she's all right. There's a cat in our presence. She needs to calm down. Oh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> you need to calm down. You need to calm down. <laughs> you need to okay. Calm down. <laughs> okay. So we love Taylor Swift, and I love the connection between like Jack in and off and I like this. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, but I also want to talk about um, what it means for us to have a song while we were what like 13 years mm-hmm. old and we were in seventh grade, and I feel like that's kind of when you start developing what songs you're gonna really get into and I had a question so what age or grade did you start getting into music oh that's a good
0: question so I definitely like I listened to a lot of my parents music when I was younger so that's like stuff like the Bee Gees and um Duran Duran is one of my mother's favorite bands um just like kind of stuff like that like kind of, like, 70s, 80s things. Um, And then I definitely started liking Taylor Swift when I was pretty young, because I was, you know, she's just, like, fun. She's got, like, those, you know, classic kind of love songs. That was, like, the first artist that I felt like I found, and it was like, oh, I like her music.
1: And, like,
0: I found it, I like it, kind of stuff like that.
1: Coming Um, into your own music taste. Coming into my own kind of music taste. Yeah,
0: that's such a good question, though. I've never... Been one of those people who like knows what songs are in though. What like the it yeah. songs? and I've been, stuff like, I listen to a lot of those classic like the YouTube lyric videos. Oh, I like, love those. Heart and subscribe. Like, oh, I love that. Stuff.
1: I mean, you know, all, like the what I will call white people classics. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, <laughs> like the Stacey's mom of them mm-hmm. all.
0: But I feel like I learned those later than most of my peers. Oh really? Like, I learned them from people my age
1: who I feel like we're right. learning them
0: from the internet or the radio or something else. Okay. So what
1: about you? Where did you get your um, music taste from? Uh, well, I have an older sister. So whatever she was listening to, I listened also. <laughs> and we started off with our local radio station, 99.1 oh, okay, Joy okay, FM. Okay, That's the like Christian, like, I wouldn't call them bops, but it's definitely like What you hear if you're in, like, a Baptist church or, like, a modern... It's not, like, piano. It's got the drums. It's got the guitars and everything Contemporary worship. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Okay, so back to fun. The year is 2008. The band gets together. They record some stuff. They release an album, Aim and Ignite, in 2009. And three years later, Some Nights comes out. So that's the album... That is like a banger. Okay, okay. <laughs> it truly is a banger. So the third track is our song for the day. It's called We Are Young. And it was a single. And then it came out on the album when the album was released. And I want to talk a little bit about the lyrics. What do you remember about this song? Do you know what it's about? About the lyrics. um,
0: He's in a bar. He There's some guy with sunglasses. Um, his friends are in the bathroom. Doing activities that they shouldn't be doing on our is this family friendly podcast? I don't even know. It
1: can be it can until be. I start talking about other things. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, and it's just I feel like the vibe of the song is very much just like oh we're gonna live while we can, mm-hmm. have fun tonight. Like it's very much sure. like the John Mulaney bit where he's like, "Tonight is the night, and there will never be another night." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes very like carpe diem yes exactly oh i'll actually get to that too okay so they talk about scars getting high drinking setting the world on fire
0: it is no longer
1: now here's the thing this is a disclaimer these things you should probably not do but they are in the context of this song what people did yes so many people (laughs) on the interwebs have analyzed this song and most of them conclude that it's super straightforward. Guy in a bar getting sloshed, and he's not going to be able to get home by himself, so he's going to have to figure out some way to get home. It's very, like, just play the night by the night. Whatever. Whatever's going to happen. Okay. But some people, and I went I went very Beach Too Sandy with this, Ooh. which is another podcast. Please go listen to it. I really <laughs> love it. Go listen to Beach too Sandy. It's really, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. Shout out. Okay. Um... <laughs> They read reviews. And so I went to go look up what people thought of this song and what they interpreted. I actually Googled We Are Young Conspiracy. And I didn't find anything really good because everyone thought it was so straightforward. But I did find some things. So some people think it is a message about domestic violence. Some people think it's about Ah. losing your virginity. Some people believe it's about a DUI um, or a specific addiction. And some people think it's a dream.
0: This whole song is a dream.
1: So I don't know how you feel about that. I thought it was straightforward, but.
0: I think it could be. I don't don't know. know. I feel like, like, I don't get the domestic violence connection. I hope there is none. Well, Um, because
1: he left a scar on her. uh, And a lot of people are like, oh, is it emotional? Is it physical? Hopefully none of of that. I know actually a friend who was not allowed to listen to the song. Because of that line. Oh, shit. So I think it's up for interpretation for sure. But it's just really interesting. And a lot of people compare it to, well, online, Pumped Up Kicks.
0: Okay. By Foster yeah. the People. Makes sense.
1: Because it's like the catchiest song you will ever mm-hmm. hear. But you don't know exactly if it's something you want your kids to sing about. Fair because enough. it's like you What's only have this one night. Like, yeah. Do all these dangerous things to yourself. Anyway. I found a really interesting review on songmeanings.com and it's by deepwater03. Oh. I don't know what that means. Deepwater it's written in 2011 and that's when um the song was released. Okay. Um okay, so he says, has anyone here ever heard of carpe diem poems? It seems like that's what this is. The speaker is pretty much saying, we've had our differences, but let's go home and have sex. Oh. At least that's what I got. Maybe that's just because I've spent too much time studying poetry, though. Okay, okay. And then that's... he has he has one of the emoticon <laughs> faces where it's a colon, a hyphen, and a, a backslash. Okay, so like so there's the, a nose
0: the face, yeah. but with a nose. Okay. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Maybe I'm just too educated. maybe I'm just
1: like it's so over your head. So carpe diem, <laughs> definitely, I agree. But like, I don't know what a carpe diem poem is, and oh, I think either. he's really did he make that
0: up? I think he made
1: that up. Conspiracy theory, he made that up. You made it up. You
0: made it up, sad educated. You made it up. And if you don't know, it's because you're not educated
1: enough. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. You totally get it. <laughs> but I found where the song actually came from, like what the inspiration is. So it's you'll learn something. An In interview on Rolling Stone. So the writer and the singer of the song, Nate Roos, he was talking about what inspired um the song. And he said it was inspired by quote, my worst drinking night of all time, end quote. Oh. So he <laughs> he went on to say that. The cabbie was demanding all this money and all I could do was stand on the corner with my head against the wall. No. It took me another day before I was a functioning adult and could actually write down the verses. Oh
0: no. Well, and yeah. Sacrifice for your art, I guess.
1: Life imitates. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't want life to don't let your
0: life imitate, <laughs> imitate this
1: art. So I know this is a bad message for all you young children out there. Please <laughs> don't listen to this. Um, but I guess he is giving you a life lesson that you don't want to do this because you'll have a nasty, nasty time. Yeah, so
0: your friend should have been allowed to listen. This should have been part of the
1: Oh, of are we education. We're an
0: educational, we
1: an educational podcast?
0: We are an educational podcast for good life lessons.
1: Are, okay. for We have morals. We, is the moral of the story is not to do what Nate Roos did. Yes. Um, yeah, so Unless I got you're that. you're going
0: to write a song and make a bajillion dollars out of it. That's
1: true. If you want to become a bajillionaire and teach young, impressionable minds on not what to do, or what not to do. That's a good idea, right? Cuz that's what we're doing. We're teaching people that's not to true. do a podcast we because we're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're doing so well.
0: The message got lost along the way, but <laughs> it's all um, very positive and educational.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um let's see. So I had another question. Oh my gosh. Oh,
0: my cat just leaped upon the chair.
1: Hello Bonnie. What a Hi, sweet, honey. sweet girl.
0: She's beautiful. Good? She, is, she
1: doesn't fall. She's, she won't fall. She's, she's a spry young lady in her prime. Okay, so I had a question for you. It says, if you had to write about one horrible night in your life, oh. which night would it be?
0: Um, and
1: was I there for it?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Would, I mean, no matter what it is, I can say off
0: the bat that you're going to be there. A night for writing about. Okay. Um, There was that night... There was some turmoil happening emotionally. Um, and we In college. In college, obviously. yes. Yes, because it was a tumultuous time. We walked around the football field um, quite late at night. And I tried to climb something that I should not have been climbed. Zero alcohol had been consumed also. I feel like it's important to point out. Um, and I definitely tried to climb something that I was not supposed to climb because I was trying to... I don't know
1: what were you impressing someone?
0: Oh no, definitely not. No one was impressed. <laughs> oh, I don't remember this. I
1: remember we scooted under the fence to the
0: Yes. Same Is that way. what that was? Yes, we scooted oh. under the fence. There was a stack of like I don't know what, some kind of building material upon the football field. It was attempted to be climbed. I was gently told, Madeline, get off the thing. <clears throat> um I don't know. That's just what came to mind. What about you? Oh,
1: okay. oh, oh I didn't song? actually think about yes. <laughs> this. Oh shoot.
0: Songworthy night.
1: Songworthy night. Now, here's the thing. I've never gotten drunk. So this is great. I've never gotten high. And I have no songs to write about that. I've never that gotten high. <laughs> particularly. <laughs> have I ever done anything really questionable? Probably. Some Sometimes. I know.
0: Um, I know we have a photo somewhere of us playing a game of quelf and you have a pair of glasses that are <gasps> that's... made out of
1: Oh, it was weird.
0: playing cards. There's a lot of playing cards taped to your glasses.
1: That's that is true.
0: Once again, zero alcohol.
1: Well, okay, there was that one time where I got really 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 scared because Bryce opened the door exactly when I was sliding that letter under his door <laughs> and he screamed out of fear and then I collapsed. And I know that's funny, but it's also really scary, and so maybe I would talk about what real fear really is.
0: <laughs> so
1: I wasn't over that for like half an hour. Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca has a picture of me lying on the floor in our dorm, curled up in a little like fetal there's, position. I tell there's
0: a lot of pictures of you lying on the floor. I
1: suppose because the floor, the floor does wonders, wonders for, your for your back. For
0: your <laughs> back. <laughs> of course it does. That's our life lesson. Take out of this oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, we are educational yes, now. We the are. Floor does wonders for your back.
1: It does. It does. Bad wonders. Good wonders. You make the choice. Okay. So recognition. The song won the Grammy Award for Song of the Year um, for 2013, and it was the nominee for Record of the Year and Best Pop Duo Slash Group, so wonderful there. It remained at the number one position for six weeks in a row, which is crazy, and it's the first song to log seven weeks of 300,000 digital sales, Whoa. so it's crazy, and it's certified five times platinum. This was 2012? Um, this was, well, it, the album was released in 2012, but it received a lot of awards in 2013. Okay. Okay. Um, but it did make the top charts in 2012 as well.
0: That makes sense for like digital plays. Right. Cause like, I feel like that's the time when people are really starting to do digital sure. music. Sure. Well, at least that we were aware of. That we were aware of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we had, pho- we had phones in the next couple years. Of yeah.
0: Them. I got a phone for Christmas when I was in sixth grade.
1: You were sick. You were in sixth grade.
0: Yeah, it was a flip phone because I was walking from the middle school to the elementary school oh. where my sister went to school, and then our mother would pick us up from there. Gotcha. So it was a phone for the purposes emergencies
1: of emergencies.
0: Emergencies, yes. Gotcha.
1: I actually remember. But I did text boys on it. You so. did? Oh yeah. <laughs> How did they have? So they had phones. They had phones. Yes. Because they were cool.
0: They were cool. They did, me, and none of them were flip phones. I was the flip phone girl.
1: Were they slide phone? They They were, were, yeah. The Blackberry, like.
0: I never had one
1: of those. I didn't either. I wanted one so bad.
0: I went straight from flip phone to smartphone.
1: Gotcha. I I started out with an iPod. Okay. Like Gen 4, I want to say. And I actually had bought on iTunes this particular. Well, it was either We Are Young or Some Nights. It was one of the fun songs. Mm -hmm. And it was great. And I listened to that over and over because you can <laughs> listen to anything else on the bus because you had your downloaded songs. Right, right. Anyway, so it was covered on Glee, put into a Chevrolet commercial, <laughs> aired during the 46 Super Bowl, <laughs> featured in some other episodes of shows like American Dad, I want to say. And then, of course, had a bunch of covers made um, by famous groups like Pentatonics did, oh. obviously, Boyce Avenue. P-T-X. Yeah, all of the really famous YouTubers that are maybe still famous. Pentatonic sure is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm not going to go into detail about the music video, which people had a lot of feelings about. Oh. Bar fight. Oh. Apple peeling. I don't know. I'm sorry, what? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently some <laughs> metaphor about something. I don't know. It's very scary. Is it and the then, thing where you find your husband when you throw the apple peel? No, I wish. We'll, we'll pretend it's that. Okay. And then I'm not going to go into Janelle Monet either. She's the one who's featured on. But um, I just want to give her her due credit because a lot of people thought that she was way too good for this song. Oh. Um, but she's very talented. And my last thing about this song is parodies. And I just want to talk to you about the titles of these parodies. Okay. I don't know if you're ready I'm for so the last excited. one. Okay, the first one is released by Yahoo. It's called... Actually, you know what? We're going to play a game. Oh, okay. If you had a parody okay. of We Are Young, what would you title your parody, to make fun of the song.
0: We are Young with a J. Um, Carl Young, like, the psychologist.
1: Okay. And is it about psychology?
0: This is a a school project, to be fair. Oh, okay, sure. This is my first idea.
1: Yeah. Um, That's a strong one. That's a strong contender. We are young. We are... My mind is a blank right now. <laughs>
0: we are. <laughs> I'm trying to think that, of things that rhyme with young.
1: None of these rhyme with. Young. None of them rhyme. None though. of them rhyme oh, with no. young.
0: Okay. I will give you that. Um, Fifi fofum. A fairy tale version. These are terrible. These are <laughs> so
1: bad. Well, you did rhyme with um <laughs> one of them actually. Oh yes, let's go. Okay, so released by Yahoo, we're not young. Oh.
0: That was a disappointment. It was, I know You know, I might have built this up
1: a little too much.
0: Fee-fi-fo-fum is better than
1: that. Yes, but I think we could add on because there's another one by Mickey Boltz of YouTube who says, we are dumb. So you could do fee-fi-fo-fum, <laughs> we are dumb. <laughs> Which I feel like would be a good Coming one. Coming soon. fee fi fum We are dumb. <laughs> the night is young, we are dumb. fee fi fo And then there's another one by a bunch of Kansas high schoolers (laughs) called we are hungry we are hungry it doesn't even even make sense it's just like you could put we are anything and they've proven that we are hungry hungry. I think they were throwing some kind of like demonstration at their high school it's not like a demonstration demonstration but I think they were really hungry and they made a song are they okay who knows? Can we it's, check? it's on YouTube. I want to we can go on that. check that. Guys. Um, and the last one.
0: I'm scared. <laughs> it's <What> is... called
1: <laughs> I'm so scared, tell It's me. called a... <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. It's called a wee you. <laughs> what? It's called a We you And it's Simlish. <laughs> it's from The Sims and oh. they translated it into Simlish and it's Wee Buy You. No. Spelled for clarity W E E space B A H space Y O O. Wee Buy You. And notably, Roos, Nate Roos, doesn't think any of the parodies are funny. Said that to the press.
0: Why not?
1: I don't know. I mean, he just said, oh, "Oh no, I'm not that funny." Anyway, I think he just put a lot of work into it and he felt bad. That's kind of. Silly. But I think he should sing the next one um, in should... Simlish. Yes, I think he needs to learn that there are other languages in this world <laughs> other than English, and I think that it would be really good. I know there was a Spanish version for a Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> It doesn't really compare to the Simlish one, first,
0: though. First language that we're branching out into is Simlish. Simlish. English, I, simlish? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. I think they need representation. I think so, too. Anyway, thank you. That is, that is We Are Young. Teams. Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. Cut to the
1: mer- commercial, the Taco Bell commercial. Yes. Oh, my
0: gosh. I love it.
1: Okay, what have you got for me? Okay. Right. I know it's a toy.
0: This category. Yes. Yeah, so my category for you is toy slash game. Okay. So your choice, what did we call this? The zillionaire
1: uh, the Zillionaire, zillionaire questionnaire. questionnaire. Yes.
0: That's it. Okay. Part two. This week, I chose a toy slash game. Do you think it was A, My Little Pony, B, Moon Boots, C, American Girl, or D, Polly Pockets?
1: Okay. So we have what? Um, Moon Boots, American Girl, Polly Pocket, and what?
0: My Little Pony.
1: Oh, I hope it's My Little Pony. <laughs> Because there was a brony who lived down my street. Oh,
0: oh no.
1: Anyway, I'm going to guess, based on your facial expression, moon, shoe, moon boots. It
0: is not moon boots. It's not moon boots? It's not moon boots. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. This week, I'm talking about American Girls. <gasps> okay. Okay. Let's do it. Let's, Listen, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's Adele, do it. Adele, before we start, I have to say, I went down such a rabbit hole. Uh-oh. It's bit to be clear. it's been like many moons since we have recorded and also since I picked this topic. sure I had too much time. <gasps> I went too far. I found good stuff.
1: Did you find the forums? No okay good. I didn't find the forums. I, I, I didn't know if there were, were a forums. Find a forum okay and we're gonna the forums are the gold the gold mines of this all but I'm sure you found different different no, veins just, of the mine.
0: The, here's okay part of the problem, not the problem.
1: i'm sure it's a problem
0: problem. well first of all first of all backing up did you have any experience with american girl stuff growing up could be the dolls the books the movies
1: anything. there were movies
0: okay it wasn't the movies
1: okay so i wasn't allowed to have a doll because um they were too expensive okay fair um and my mom just found like this not discount dolls that makes her sound really bad (laughs) but like yeah they were like a equal yeah they had the same like clothes and stuff mm-hmm. they just weren't the brand name sure, sure sure um so we had some of those dolls and she also wanted them to be like asian looking and i feel like there weren't I... do people know i'm asian no you okay so i'm asian <laughs> and my mom always wanted me to have like barbies that were asian mm-hmm. and like dolls that were asian and stuff like that so i don't think the first american girl dolls i know they've got great options now but they were not like that back then. Yes. That's, um, that's cool. I read the books, loved the Felicity ones, loved the Kit ones. Okay, um, okay. Josefina was good. Josefina? It is Josefina. Josefina yes. was good. And then I also loved AmericanGirl.com with all the like yes. coconut, little dog games and the rounding the pigs mm-hmm. and the yeah. Anyway, so I'm limited to online and books really. Awesome. Great. You know the thing online that people talk about sometimes and it's like the, it's like
0: a prompt for like discussion and stuff. Um, it's like the scenarios, like you get kidnapped and then after, oh my two, gosh. Oh, no, it's okay. after two hours, your captors return you because you will not stop talking <gasps> about what is the thing. This is my thing.
1: No, this is so not this true. Thing. You've never talked to me about American girls before. I,
0: because here's the reason, here's the reason. This is the part of the story where I reveal to you and the entire world that i was a little bit of a spoiled child um i don't think that's a surprise for anybody
1: it is <laughs> it very much is i had three. <gasps> oh, okay. you were hoarding them all okay here's the deal i got them all
0: as christmas gifts okay in different years okay over the course of my entire childhood so i got okay. my first i had um my very first one was samantha and for those of you who don't know she is the Edwardian era, so that's early 1900s, 1904 to be specific.
1: Um, Historian. I'm going
0: to get very specific. I'm sorry. Um, she is a wealthy orphan girl from New York, um, and her best friend was Nellie. My sister got Nellie when I got Samantha. So I squint Sarah, my eyes, but okay. I know. I understand that it's, it's an older sister, younger sister. She eventually Class got
1: disparity?
0: Own. Class disparity, but the Nelly outfits were cute. They were very cute. Just okay, cute okay, so fair stuff. enough, fair but, enough. Yeah. Um, my other two were Kirsten, who is 1800s. She's a Swedish immigrant girl, lived on a farm. Um, and then Felicity was the Revolutionary War era. Um, I'm pretty sure that if you took my DNA and you, like, boiled it long enough, you would end up with American Girl Essence. Like, I think every aspect of my personality, looking back, you can pretty much tie to one of those three dolls. Because, like, Samantha, she's, like, she's posh. She has, like, you know, a mission in life. Gets on a soapbox sometimes. <laughs> I really feel like I relate to that. Um, Kirsten is the... She's the core dream girl.
1: Oh, my gosh. She's been... I don't know how to. A cottage core. Cottage
0: core. American. Okay. I'm calling her cottage
1: core. I All right. She All had right.
0: the Kirsten game on the website. Was you like get um the honey? You make honey basically. It's a whole process. So you like you plant the flowers and then you like take care of the bees. Oh, that's sweet. And then you harvest the honey. I and think I beautiful. remember that. It's oh, so lovely. lovely. And then um Felicity is your like Revolutionary War babe. And she does not stop talking. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you relate to her? I do relate to that. I
0: stole my personality from these three ladies. Oh, I love it. Um, and then my other experience with the American Girls obviously was the books. Okay, um, sure. Like I, you know, I have probably mentioned before, I love history. Um, this is where my history love totally began. So <gasps> I was like, you know, oh, these are the roots. The roots. This is the roots. Like, you know, it just, they were great stories, awesome, you know, et
1: cetera. They were good books.
0: They were so good. So this is my whole, my whole thing. Basically.
1: Your deep dive.
0: So there are a lot of parts to the American Girl empire. So I'm just going to start by like breaking that down and explaining it. The empire. Um, <laughs> the American Girl universe. Sure. Um, for people who are unfamiliar. So basically at the very beginning, it was books and dolls. So it was a line of dolls um, representing girls in different eras of American history. Um, And then there are books for each one, like little chapter books. Um, And you can also buy tons of clothes, accessories, et cetera, for each one. Um, And in more recent years, the company has started to expand to more modern dolls. So you can be customized based on um, your own appearance, which is called the truly me line. Um, and there's also a Girl of the Year doll, yes, um, and yes. book release each year. So these yes. are modern girls. Um, they have like different interests and stuff like that, and they're just like supposed to be, um, you know, like good role models for yeah. younger girls. And I found out the Girl of the Year this year sounds super.
1: She's a cool. skier, and she, she I that? saw I saw a little ad, and she looks kind of Asian. She
0: is. So she, her name is Corinne Tan. She is a Chinese American skier living in Colorado with her blended family
1: and a puppy named Flurry. That is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Isn't I might have wonderful? to go get one.
0: I know. I'm like, I want to like get Karen. this for something. Maybe I'll get it for you. I don't
1: know. I was like Oh, little... is she adopted?
0: She no, but she has um a blended family. So like her I don't know if it's her mom or dad that she lives with, but it's her and her parent who is married into another family oh, so how like, interesting like they've really
1: situation. gotten more diverse with their backgrounds they really
0: really have yeah
1: oh that's sweet it's very sweet
0: um and then they have spinoff lines for younger children um along with like pets for dolls sometimes like the um coconut as you oh, mentioned I love the coconut. and this what's little the dog? little black cat oh shoot there's, there's like cat. blossom or something it might
1: be or petals or Petal something or floral
0: something. yeah i don't remember what the cat was named.
1: oh she was cute though she was adorable Coco? no that's the dog Coco and oh, no. i'll have to look that up yeah okay
0: yeah so there is right now um there is a tiktok trend right now that is talking about like hist- oh did you find
1: it i did licorice
0: licorice that's oh it. that's, it. that's
1: yes. so sweet <laughs> i'm <laughs> sorry continue
0: okay so that it's very trendy right now um talking about like what the historical girls would be like in 2022
1: I, this is a trend.
0: It's just like a thing people talk about. Sometimes American Girl is back. It's back and it's trendy. Full swing, baby. Full swing. Um, the videos of young women having their bachelorette parties at the American Girl Cafe are iconic. It's I've so never good. heard
1: of such a thing. It's
0: a trend that's happening. And are I'm... they like a?
1: Is it like an obnoxious trend or is it like no, super wholesome?
0: It's super wholesome. Okay, I can it's see fun. it going either way. They have boozy brunch.
1: Oh my. Goodness. To a
0: decent degree at the American Girl Cafe. I want to go. I do too.
1: Your bachelorette party. We're gonna go. Let's go. Let's. Do okay, it. sure. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. <laughs> it's <a> planned. <laughs> you can fair. dress up as Samantha, Felicity, and Kirsten all at the same time. Oh, that sounds fun. A little, really. a little piece of everything. A little piece
0: of all.
1: The we'll hats. do it. We'll do a dress-up situation. I,
0: I love it. And then it's like what the doll you owned says about you, kind of thing. Oh, sure. That's going around.
1: It's so, like an MBTI kind of situation. Kind of, yes. It's like,
0: what is your personality like compared to, like, what dolls you like and things like that? Sure. Um, So some background with the company. So American Girl was founded in 1986. Um, so it's older than I thought it was going to be hmm. um, by a woman named Pleasant Rowland. That's her name. Um, after she visited Colonial Williamsburg. Um, and for people who, I don't know, I... Like, if you don't know what Colonial Williamsburg is, um, it's a historical village um, that's, like, re-dramatized. So, basically, it's, like... Yeah, like,
1: all of the people dressed up and reenacting. Right, and so
0: it's, like, reenactments of colonial America, basically. Um, it's yeah. really well done. It's beautiful. Um, definitely go if
1: you get the chance. Popular with field trips and such. I went in fifth grade.
0: Yeah, I went um, with my family growing up um it's just super fun but she went to um colonial Williamsburg and realized that there were not a lot of medium-aged toys for girls that were like history themed Hmm. or anything like that so like in the store and stuff like that um basically like your options are barbies or baby dolls
1: okay fair enough Mm -hmm.
0: and according to wikipedia um pleasant saw an opportunity to cover hard topics from a perspective appropriate for young girls. So the article says, although the books are written for girls who are at least eight years old, they endeavor to cover significant topics such as child labor, child abuse, poverty, racism, slavery, animal abuse, and war in manners appropriate for the understanding and sensibilities of their young audience, which is kind of intense. That's
1: a lot to tackle. It's a lot to
0: tackle. Like I will like, you know, it's not all at once or anything like
1: that. Sure, sure, sure.
0: It's like, Um, little
1: bits of like easily digestible very
0: easily digestible like you know the felicity books like it's like there's a horse who's owned by a guy who's really mean and it's like her dealing with that and like dealing with like the beginning of the revolutionary war from the perspective of like Uh, an eight-year-old
1: yeah so you can understand it
0: right exactly oh
1: that's lovely what a good Um, idea
0: i know it's it's so fun and like to get on my soapbox for just a quick second like (laughs) these books are amazing they're super well done they're fun um you know all of the above so if you have a young like especially girl in your life like I would highly suggest getting them for her um because they're great for like you know beginning readers and stuff like that um and this is undeniably a zillennial item so it got popular in the early to mid 90s and they continue to be popular during this day so their sales were declining throughout 2019 but for some reason they really spiked by the end of 2020 and I don't really know why this is. Like,
1: like, co- like that's like COVID, COVID time, era. but, like, why yeah. would COVID have anything to do with American Girl dolls?
0: I'm wondering, like, millennials in quarantine who are wanting to, like, relate to their small children. Like, I don't know.
1: I don't... Kn- that's a good point. Like, they might not have... They might break out their old dolls mm-hmm. because they can't go outside.
0: Right. I don't know. Yeah. How interesting. People wanting a slice of the past.
1: Maybe, like... Trying to reminisce about how they learned about significant events in the, their lives. And they're like, how could I explain something so drastic oh, to someone young? I, I don't know. Maybe people aren't as deep as I think they are. Maybe they're just like, I like that what's that little foot sticking out of the ceiling tile? <laughs> I don't know. And it turns out to be their American girl. In the ceiling tile? I don't know. Their addicts are probably really stuffed by now. No. <laughs> it's a
0: concerning addict
1: situation. <laughs> um, so
0: throughout the next couple of decades... Um, they expanded to release the Bitty Baby Dolls, which are for small children. <laughs> so cute. And then um, the contemporary characters with their own books. And they also made movies for a few of the characters. So in 2006, they partner- partnered with actually Julia Roberts' movie company. Oh,
1: um, my goodness. To
0: make Samantha and American Girl Holiday, which I watched growing up. Um, it's a Christmas oh.
1: movie. Oh, is so it like, like real people? Yeah, it's
0: like live action live action like christmas movie about oh my gosh Samantha. yeah i did not know this mm-hmm. this is news to me and it part of what i remember about it is that it covers her um her uncle who she's close with in her family getting married which she kind of is uncomfortable with because oh, she's um, an orphan because she's an orphan right um and then by the end of the movie spoiler alert um she As well as her best friend and her friend's two sisters get adopted (gasps) on Christmas.
1: Are you serious? Yes.
0: It is a very sweet movie. Heartwarming. Oh my
1: gosh, it's like Despicable Me. (laughs) (laughs) They all get adopted, they sell their cookies, everyone goes home happy.
0: expecting you to that's see you. so cute everything ties back to despicable me yeah you know what
1: i saw a car with a whole bunch of minion stickers on it today and i'm like this guy knows what's up i don't care that people hate minions they're adorable. you lost, don't we just lost half our audience <laughs> no wait do you like minions I don't. fine care. I we mean, gained I don't them all like back minions okay continue with your minion
0: controversy i'm sorry so
1: there were no minions in samantha unfortunately <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> um okay so one of the other movies um was about Molly who is the World War 2 era character um also a fabulous movie lots of tap dancing in it um and my sister had the Molly doll so this was very important to her
1: which one was the depression doll that was kit kit was the one kit okay was the okay, one okay. From
0: depression. and okay. she also had a movie
1: um no. later on mm-hmm. she had the dog didn't she i may have known because there was a dog on the step that had like it was in a box and it was like free dog because we can't take care of it
0: i I don't remember that
1: okay i'm i think you're like pulling really specific american girl memories out of my brain Mm -hmm. and it's really weird that's what
0: we're here for we're here for the weird
1: specific memories oh my gosh okay so molly that sounds kind of familiar too yeah so
0: it was molly um the movie is a lot about her like you know learning how to be her own like person and leader during this time. Um, and she also is in a tap dancing.
1: Good for school her. Get Event
0: it, thing. Oh gosh. Um, Molly Ringwald is the mom character in the Molly movie. Um, Molly Ringwald. she's the main girl from the breakfast club and 16 candles.
1: You're, she was I, a big
0: actress in the 1980s. Molly anyway.
1: Ringwald. Okay.
0: And, um, I, mentioned this to my i just mentioned to my mom recently that we were doing this um episode and i was like yeah did you know that molly ringwald was the main mom character on there?" and she's like yeah i knew i didn't know how to feel about that when i first watched it because really because they're about the same age oh and she was like she's molly like she's ringwald playing molly. is playing moms oh, like that's
1: bizarre <laughs> that's kind of weird to think about yeah how oh, interesting okay mm-hmm.
0: Um, so then I went, of course, as you do, to the Wikipedia controversies section.
1: Oh my gosh. Same brainwave.
0: We love the Wikipedia controversies.
1: We got (laughs) to expose everybody. Of course. Um,
0: so there have been some, some critiques of the American girl
1: empire. We're calling it an empire now. We are calling it an empire? I'm calling it an empire. You can come (laughs) with me or not. You either call it an empire or you don't. There is no No. in between. There's
0: Yeah. (laughs) So there have been some critiques of how expensive the dolls and accessories are, which is completely fair, um, with some people saying that they could be, like, potentially, like, unaffordable or just, like, unnecessary for, like, how much money the company was making at its peak. Like, you know, there's no reason to make it this expensive, which is honestly fair. Um, Some people also took issue with the fact that their first um, African-American doll named Addy was... Mm. um, a slave slash enslaved person.
1: I feel like that's appropriate, though, because... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not, but it also is, because, like, you don't want to just pretend everything's okay.
0: Right. I feel like it would be kind of, like, overlooking something very significant.
1: Yeah, if but didn't. if that's your debut, that is also very hard. Like, that's a hard topic to right. talk about.
0: It is. It's a hard topic, but also I remember, like, reading the Addy books when I was very young and being like, Oh, okay. Now I understand what this is. And sure. Stuff. Like, and I feel like it made it accessible in a certain way. But I also understand the perspective of like, Oh, you know, do we really want to make that our first?
1: Yeah. It's the matter of first to me. Cause it was mm-hmm. inevitable. And I think it's really, really, really good that they did it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, if that's your, if that's your first. Right. Uh, did they follow it up with a lot of other ones or?
0: There is one that was released in recent years who is a, a black doll. Um, and she is a singer from the civil rights era.
1: Really, um,
0: which is I think very cool because oh, that is of, like, so cool. Civil rights songs and stuff like that. Um, okay, yeah, but I didn't know. Like they've continued to make historical dolls, and I was like sure. unaware of that one. There's now a um, a Jewish doll from 1920s New York. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! This um, is so cool, and she has.
0: The cutest outfits. Like, the <laughs> cutest. It's 20s. It's New York. It's just, it's great. Um, And that was, she was released at about the time we were getting to be too old. for. Okay. Yeah. Time. I
1: remember Addie. And I feel like that was one of the later ones. I don't know when she was released.
0: I don't know. She but... was one of the, the, like, first generation. Oh, was she? Of American girls. Yeah.
1: Okay. So maybe I just knew the first gen.
0: I think so. That's the ones that I knew. Now there's a doll named Caroline,
1: who Caroline
0: I just recently found out about. Caroline? I don't Who's, know what era is she. She's from the War of 1812.
1: No way! Wow, they're really covering it all, huh? They
0: are. They're getting detailed now.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're reaching.
0: <laughs> they're reaching a little bit.
1: <laughs> Deeper into the pockets of history.
0: Um, there's also a doll named Julie um, from the 1970s.
1: Oh, is and- she... What is that? Groovy?
0: She's like groovy, a groovy 70s. Dime? Yeah, oh my she gosh! real long hair and plays basketball.
1: Oh. Uh, that's her thing. And I like my, Once
0: again, my mother, I remember when Julie was released from the 70s and she was like, the 70s? They're doing history now and that's uh, the 70s? Like,
1: <laughs> poor Elizabeth. She's having it.
0: Like, she is. She's like a little traumatized. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, as the, the human race tends to do, have been just memeing through it with the, um, the whole COVID situation and everything <gasps> like that.
1: There's going to be a COVID doll.
0: They're, well, not a real one. There isn't a real one, at least. There might be someday.
1: Oh, okay. So they're yeah. making fun of
0: it. Right. So in July 2020, um, this was from an article that I read. So an internet meme in the form of a parody advertisement for a fictional girl of the year Depicted as a personification of the Karen stereotype, <gasps> wearing a
1: tracksuit, oh my gosh,
0: bob haircut, yes, and openly carrying a
1: semi-automatic pistol. Oh my gosh, are you <laughs> serious? That's <laughs> the meme. It's the oh, name. okay. I gotta go look up. I well, didn't know if you had a picture. I
0: don't have a picture, actually. I, I'm sure we could find one.
1: Karen American girl doll. Oh, it came right up. Meme, and oh. My gosh! Okay, if you guys want to go look this up, it's, look it, it up. It really it's is really amazing. I the one thing that really caught my eye is the, the eyebrows. The eyebrows are the eyebrows are absolutely so intense. Yeah, I I'm really enjoying this. Um, please go look it up. She's an independent thinker who refuses to wear a mask in public places. Girl of the year. <laughs>
0: um this provoked criticism remember this is from the wikipedia controversies page of course criticism from american girl who took umbrage. so they they were objecting to the use of their name and trade dress saying that they were disgusted
1: so (gasps) okay (laughs) okay okay sure you know we're getting through it however we can can. did you is there a madeline american girl though Named Madeline? Yeah. No. There's not one? There's okay. not. Okay. I don't think
0: there's an Adele one either.
1: No. I remember, like, Addie being, like, because my name's Adele, so mm-hmm. my parents were, like, Addie situation. Oh, okay. Because like, that could be a nickname for That's- my name. Oh, it could be. But also, I wasn't thrilled about it, you know, being someone who doesn't look like me and doesn't have the same background as me, and I was hoping it would be, like, something different. That makes sense. But, yeah. oh, well. Mm-hmm.
0: There is, I know that the um, best friend character for Julie... So from the 1970s was a Chinese American
1: girl. Oh, really? Um,
0: so I know huh. that's not her own character, so That's not quite as good. But
1: yeah. We're looking at Chinese American girl dolls. And Corinne is the first girl that comes up. But I think it's also because she's just the most recent. Um, one of six Asian. Oh, okay. Oh, there's six. so I guess we've got a lot of them. Oh, she's pretty. Look at her go. That might Lunar be. celebration. Oh, Lunar
0: New Year doll.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, so, also look dress. that one up. Gosh, she's rocking it. Oh, Ivy. That was it. Ivy? Ivy was
0: the name, the best Ivy. friend character oh, for
1: Julie. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like her haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute.
0: And they live in San Francisco. So, girls
1: live in it. Yes. Very
0: hip, very 70s, fun time. Um, I remember the thing that I remember about the Julie books with her friendship with Ivy was that Julie's parents were getting divorced and she went and spent the Chinese New Year with um, Ivy's family. And that was kind of like her, like a, a comforting thing
1: for it's, her. Oh, that is just it the was sweetest. And really sweet. it it also very sad.
0: It was sad and it was very sweet. Um, so also I have this section of my notes titled Podception. Um, because.
1: Podception?
0: Podception. I went deep down a rabbit hole. I'm telling you this. Um, and we're going to talk about another podcast on our podcast for a second. Because I I'm had some I'm excited. Time, I had some time. I found on the Wikipedia page they mentioned this thing called the American Girls Podcast. Okay. Um, which is co hosted by two historians named Allison Horrocks and Mary Mahoney. Um, each episode is discussing a book from the American Girls series, um, contextualizing the story and making connections to elements of pop culture.
1: Oh my gosh, this is so down your alley from what I am now
0: learning. It is. It, I listened to quite a few episodes of it, actually, and I was going to
1: tell you about it, but then I was <gasps> like, you're going to ask uh, how I found it, and I
0: couldn't tell you because of the zillionaire questionnaire.
1: It's been a whole year. I'm. It's been. So proud of you. Thank you. We were just watching New Girl and he couldn't keep a secret. Nick could not keep a secret mm-hmm. for the life of mm-hmm. him. And let me tell you, you did a wonderful job.
0: It was exhausting. I was sweating so much. A plus. <laughs> not as much as Nick. No, it's very fun. I listened to um, quite a few episodes of it. They take it pretty seriously and they go very, very in depth with it, which is fun. What? I don't know. I liked the first episode I listened to, I got all annoyed. Because they were talking really? about Felicity. and they, were <sighs> Do they very, not like her? They
1: were very anti-Felicity. You and can't was, be anti-Felicity. They
0: can. Apparently they can. And I. Oh, that's
1: too bad they were on the same page about it. Because I like it when like someone's like giving you the rundown of what you actually think. And they're right. good counterpoints and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, so, that's too bad. Overall,
0: it was very enjoyable. Their Felicity episodes, I got annoyed with.
1: Gotcha. Because I'm very
0: pro-Felicity. You're pro-Felicity.
1: I am very pro felicity you are pro so. i did not realize this was such a controversy.
0: It is a Wikipedia controversy. I would have said
1: I'm pro-Felicity, but I'm not anti any of the American Girl dolls that I know anti of. I'm any
0: of them. I'm pro all of them. Wow, well, we should write in. We should.
1: You know what? Actually, if they're listening, I feel bad now. I'm scared.
0: Yeah, I'm a little scared.
1: So, <laughs> so we're going to stay down in the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. and we're not going to come mm-hmm. back up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Staying down. I listened to however- there are other episodes I really enjoyed. Okay, so good. I can say that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. How would you rate it on a scale of um, five stars? Five stars? Um,
0: I would say four and a half stars. That's really good. That other half star goes to Felicity. Okay. she needs you it. You know
1: what? I think she does need it too. I think so too.
0: So overall, that is my explanation of American Girl stuff. Oh, also I would add, um, I did go to the American Girl store. When I was a
1: child, like the actual physical store
0: in Chicago,
1: the fix it slash tea room slash whatever the heck Mm -hmm. it is.
0: There is a hospital for dolls. There is a tea room in which to have tea. Um, And I want you to guess which member of my family's idea it was. To go
1: there. Okay, well, you have your father, Mm -hmm. your mother, Mm -hmm. and your little sister. Yes. And your cats.
0: And it was not the cats. And it was not
1: the cats. (laughs) And I'm guessing it it would make too much sense if it was your sister. Mm -hmm. And it would also make too much sense if it was your mother. Uh Uh-huh. So was it your father?
0: It was. Why? Because he was like, you know, my kids love American Girl. We should take them to the American Girl store in Chicago. That is the sweetest thing. It was like... It was amazing. It was so much fun. Like heaven on earth. It was like heaven on earth. Um for me. For my sister, um, I was probably nine, so she was like seven. She was getting sick
1: oh, no. the whole time. She was so
0: sick. Like we look back at the pictures. We also, it was like right around her birthday. No. So we like told them it was her birthday and everything, and like they get got like a special okay, dessert. Well that's
1: good, I guess. And it was really
0: cute. And she was trying so hard, and she was like, "I'm having fun." And she looks like the pictures; she looks so ill.
1: Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> kind of funny, but horrible. It's a little
0: funny. It's funny now because she's fine now.
1: Yeah, no, she she turned out just fine. She but did. Gosh, mm-hmm. can I see some photos later? <laughs> yeah, so I absolutely. can laugh with you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've yeah. never been to one. I I know the closest one is in Chicago, right? That's the it nearest is, one yeah. to us. We mm-hmm. live in missouri let's not try and yeah triangulate too much but oh my gosh well i triangulated earlier with my radio station oh they know we live in st louis well well it's a big city good luck finding us good
0: luck (laughs) you know if you want to send us fan mail just you know and we're not all going to be living in st louis for very long (gasps) so
1: don't you start saying that Mm
0: -hmm. you're going on an adventure
1: that's true that That's is cute. true. Oh my goodness. Oh, that yeah. is so cool. It was really fun. I was so jealous of those girls who had American Girl dolls, but I also had my own dolls, like a lot of dolls, mm-hmm. because we could afford all the other ones, I guess. I was just a doll kid. Were you a doll kid? I was like the little mini plastic ones. Oh, I wasn't like the... No, it was like... I don't know what they're called. Like Little Family or... They had, like, the little movable joints that just, like, they're Aww. not Playmobil because they were more realis- realistic than that. I think I know
0: what you're talking about. But. Like, dollhouse dolls? Yeah, like, dollhouse yeah. dolls. Because we
1: had a big dollhouse. So we would, like, do the whole furniture, oh, artwork yeah. situation. Oh, and yeah. not as much, like, push them around in the stroller kind mm-hmm. of thing. But. Yeah. Oh, I, oh there
0: was doll drama.
1: Th- what do you mean? Doll drama. I Maybe mean, like. Did the three girls not get along?
0: Oh, they got along, but they just, like. They went through some hardships. They, you know, there were like just did they swap clothes have, and oh, like yeah, well, all the
1: yell at each other? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh For my sure. goodness! Did you have a room full of dolls that looked at you at night? Oh, because uh, I know that's scary.
0: No, they had like a little like bunk bed area.
1: Oh, <laughs> did you have American Girl furniture too?
0: It was not American oh, Girl okay. branded. It was you yeah, know like okay eighteen inch doll furniture. I see. I but, see. I see.
1: Yeah. It was. Oh fun. my goodness.
0: I tried to be a good doll mom.
1: I'm sure you were. Do you still have them?
0: Yes, they are currently residing in my basement. So
1: in boxes, or are they like well kept?
0: They're well kept. Yeah, oh, they are. They're like yeah.
1: Oh, so, so you are a true American girl.
0: I fam. am. I
1: am. Oh, gosh. So they won't come after you when you know what you're. You know, I've got this doll thing where like I don't <laughs> like dolls. I don't know. I just, they're just kind of creepy. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But I guess I shouldn't call them that if they're under where we're sitting right now. And this is the last podcast you'll hear. Oh, no. no. For another Uh, year. No, just kidding. (laughs) Well, I guess that wraps up this episode uh, a year later. One year later. And we're going to try and be a little better about it. Please. Yes, we need to be. Are you begging me or are you begging them? <laughs> I don't know. Write in if Probably you'd myself. like <laughs> If you want us to keep going. Uh anyway, well, thanks for Thank having you. me Thank at you your so house. Thank
0: you so much for hanging out. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.